Hi guys, welcome to What The Flow. I'm Sevilla Silva. Have you been working out like hell lately? Doing that treadmill thingy and like paddling up, pop, ugh, pedaling up a hill and like you just completely can't even get out of bed and you're over it. You won't even show up for your trainer tomorrow. Well, I have a solution for that. Ready. Sophia Silva is a positive psychology coach who shares with her audiences the knowledge of leading figures to provide a roadmap for people who are interested in leading a life worth living. This is What The Flow with Sophia Silva. And today I am with the creators of Metaphysical Fitness, uh, London Angel Winters and Justin Patrick Pierce. And they're going to talk about what metaphysical fitness is, how we can kind of get in tune with our vibration and basically loving ourselves. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having us. So what is metaphysical fitness? Metaphysical fitness is a paradigm shift in the way that we work out. So you just pointed out that's that burnout state, that override state where we just push, 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 yeah. push. And then inevitably that will lead to the yo-yo. Most yes. people these days are really experiencing the yo-yo. They make a little progress and then they sabotage and they kind of do this thing, right? Mm -hmm. Metaphysical fitness addresses all of this by aligning mind, body, and spirit within every single workout mm -hmm. where you really get the wind in your sails as you approach your fitness. I love that. Because I see people all the time like go zero to a hundred with your workout. And I'm like, this is why you can't lose weight. Cause like the first day you just like killed yourself and now you don't want to get out of bed, mm. you yeah. know? So this yeah. is like the perfect kind of thing. So what does this look like? Um, when clients show up to us, what we immediately do is we start asking them questions about mm -hmm. their current state. And we mm -hmm. also start analyzing their body. Body language has so much to do with what we do. Okay. Um, so not just your fitness level, but where's your goal at? Mm -hmm. Where are you right now and where do you want to go? Mm -hmm. And how do we bring that into your breath, into your posture? And then that goes into the movements that you make during your exercises. We bring that also into meditation. Okay. And then it becomes this entire piece of work that's about getting you to embody the change. And you're doing it from a physical and metaphysical place. I'll give you that's an example. So yes. I get a lot of women that come to me and they want to be smaller. So I'll have them boil down like, okay, like they'll come to me, they'll say, I want to be a size six. I got up to a 24. I don't know what happened. It just yeah. like climbed on, Life right? Happened. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say, okay, well, what's, what feeling does a size six represent for you? Most of, most of the time they haven't even thought about it. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, um, it feels light and agile. Awesome. Okay. So how are you working out? Are you working out like a beast? Are you just trying to hammer the weight off? Mm -hmm. Are you eating like a beast, like starving and then binging? Usually the way that your body looks is a certain vibration and feeling, and that's what your behaviors look like. So we start to retrain your body to hold the vibration of what you want. So when you're squatting, you're squatting like a light and agile person would squat. When you're curling, you're curling awakening the muscle memory of what it feels like to be light and agile. Mm -hmm. When you're eating, you eat from a place of light and agile. Mm -hmm. And then I swear to you, I've won figure contests with this, your body will become light and agile, but most importantly, you have permanence. Right. Because you've embodied a new vibration, which is creating a new physical outcome, and you're literally doing it across the span of your life. So I don't care if it's to become more attractive, to lose weight, to have more confidence. That's what's so beautiful about metaphysical fitness is 
like we were talking about earlier, it's a life worth living. What would create that for you? And then how can we have your training, mm -hmm. have you step into that so fully that you're holding that posture in your life without even thinking about it? I love what you guys are doing. This makes perfect sense. How did you get to this realization? I began meditating when I was about 10 years old. Mm -hmm. I was just in my own practices and I was fascinated by consciousness. Yeah. What can I do with yeah. my own experience? So astral projection, dream work. What could I do with my body in that domain? And at the same time, I became obsessed with fitness. Mm -hmm. This idea of being able to manifest. Mm -hmm. It was my first experience of manifesting. Because you're young, you don't have money, you don't have a job, you can't yeah. like, create that way. Yeah. But I found out I could create with my body. Yeah. And I pursued these two paths of what seemed to be what I called the metaphysical, mm -hmm. dealing with the intangible aspects, and then a very physical domain. And it wasn't until my early 20s where I said, these things are both contributing to support me in being the best person I want to be in my life. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm compartmentalizing them. I need an hour to do my meditation. I need an hour to do my workout. I need an hour okay. to do whatever other work I want to be doing right. to make me better, to educate, right? I said, what if we brought these into one package? That's interesting. Where are the commonalities mm. between meditation and breath work and yoga mm. and fitness that you can use in your career, that you could use at the office, that you could use in your purpose in life, that you can use in loving your family mm -hmm. to improve your intimacy? And that's what people come to us for. And that's what we do. Uh, you said something really interesting that you started meditating when you were 10 years old. That's right. How does a 10-year-old start meditating? It's a really good question. Um, I can't give you an answer because I don't know. Was um, it something that you did on your own? Like you naturally started doing I, it and then you figured out what it was? Yes. I started doing it on my own when I was very young. Okay. I would put on soothing music that my mother had, these CDs mm -hmm. of just really calming music. And I would p go into the basement of my house, mm -hmm. turn off all the lights, and I would lay there. And I would practice or I'd imagine energy running through my body, mm -hmm. like try and feel energy between my hands, um, try and see if I could project my consciousness outside of my body and like up the street or down the road. Mm -hmm. I would just play with these things. And I said, there's something in my dreams and I would explore the dreams and I'd find myself in these ecstatic states that I became addicted to. I mean, I would be there for two hours. Do you think... Keep going. It I like the description. It wasn't until I was about 16 years old that I said, there's got to be other people in the world that do this kind of stuff, right? right? right. So I started looking up things like Zen Buddhism. It sounded like a good place to start. Yeah. And I started reading their practices and I said, wow, they're doing exactly what I do here. That's, that's like, that's, yeah, I do that. Yeah, I do that. And in that moment, it was a huge turning point for me mm. because in that moment, what it said to me was, all of that intelligence is inside of us. And if we're willing to sit there and explore it on our own, close our eyes and tap into it, to breathe it, to move it through our bodies, we will all come to those same understandings. But we do have to put the time in. There right. is a way to get there. Right. And that suddenly changed everything for me. Yeah, I, I like that you say that we all have that because I think we do, we just yeah. kind of bury it away or, or we're taught that it's not a useful thing, but what are the benefits of tapping into that potential? Yeah, well, I think that's what we try and uh, move towards and we call flow. Mm -hmm. And when we work with individuals, we never come from a position of, you're broken, I'm gonna fix you. 
Yeah. Never. Yeah. I say, what's most authentic inside of mm. you that has been suppressed or you're blocking or you're afraid of? Yeah. So you disguise with closed postures and fears to numb <laughs> and you put yes. ideas. <laughs> yeah. I do that. <laughs> we all at we points. All do yeah. that. That's the thing. Yeah. It's just how, let's first become aware of the fact, oh, yeah. wow, I'm really nervous right now. Yeah. Right. And I shut down. Yeah. But I've got this thing inside of me that's beautiful and authentic and wants to be big and wants to live this purposeful life, wants mm -hmm. to love fully. And that's vulnerable. Mm -hmm. That's scary yeah. to have your heart in the line and live that path. So we train individuals, doctors. I mean, the most successful people you can imagine are our clients who come to us and say, how do I push to the next level? And we do it with their body. Say, okay, straighten your spine. Okay. When your hands are like this, bring your hands out like this. We train you from that practice. Yeah. How do you bring that into your speech in front of 10,000 people? How do you bring that to your loved ones? Mm -hmm. How do you bring that to your purpose in your life? Mm -hmm. And then suddenly we start showing up differently. And our workout is the time we use to train our nervous system to hold that vibration as long as we can. So I, just like I'll train my muscle here, eventually this is going to get stronger and bigger. Well, it's pretty our, big. <laughs> <laughs> our metaphysical body is the same thing. Yes. When we press into the metaphysical body and we, and we push it back, yeah. it strengthens, it grows. Yeah. So metaphysical fitness is connecting the dots between these domains of body, mind, and spirit and training them the same way you train a muscle so that you show up mm. as that in life. And I'll That's add so one cool. thing to that, yeah. which is a lot of times when people practice these things, they do it in like a still meditation. This program is brought to you by Anaheim Stoneworks, the company that has taken all the obstacles out of your way. From start to finish, Anaheim Stoneworks takes care of each and every step to give your home the unique look that you've been dreaming of. Anaheim Stoneworks. Quality from start to finish. Master Tati LA Training Center offers authentic Muay Thai training with locations in Bangkok, Pomona, and Anaheim. For more information, visit MasterTottiLA.com. When you're in a still meditation, how similar is that moment to like a fight with your loved one? Not, that's not similar because no. you're in a controlled environment, you're sitting down, you have very little stimulus. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to like go into that flow state because it's simple. Mm -hmm. But when you get into a fight with your loved one, can you maintain that open heart then when your blood pressure is pumping, when you feel threatened, when you want to close your posture right. down, when you want to defend? Well, imagine the workout is not much different. They've, been, they've done studies that in the nervous system, an intense circuit training circuit will raise your blood pressure the same will cause you to want to restrict your breath the same, will close you down, like, <gasps> yes. right? When you learn how to open that posture inside of that intense workout, you're essentially training for that intense moment in your life. That's so interesting. And then you have it in the muscle memory. This has been key to our relationship because when we hit a moment of tension, we both have literally trained our bodies to stay open to each other. And as you know, as being a psychologist, when you can maintain the posture, yes. it affects the hormones and the feelings. Well, there's a whole uh, line of research on, on your body language. Um, exactly what you were saying, you know, if you stand like this, they're called like power poses. Right. Yeah. It actually yeah. really boosts your yeah. confidence and it, it changes the way you feel. Exactly. I agree. So you yeah. can learn how to have that open heart 
pretty much inside of the moments that would otherwise shut you down, mm -hmm. but only in a workout, only in something that causes stress. Yeah. And yet it causes stress, but it doesn't hit your childhood wound. Right. So you're, right. you're like training wheels to practice these right. places. And it makes a massive difference in the way you show up in the world. That's really, really cool. I'm, I'm like kind of blown away by that. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys talked about flow. What does the flow state look like to you? Or how do you help people get into that flow state when they come to work out with you? Um, right now, we actually have wonderful connections with research institutes that are studying flow state. And you know, there's so much science out there about yeah. what flow is. Mm -hmm. Is it alpha brain waves? Is it, um, is it actually activating the back or lower parts of the brain? Because we notice in flow state, the frontal cortex is not actually highly activated in those moments of flow, true flow state. Right, because we're actually losing the self and the frontal cortex is me, 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 me. Yes. And how, how, how do I look and, and what am I doing? Is it right or wrong? So that makes a lot of sense. And we go into that zone where we're, that's visible now and now we're just present, we're yeah. conscious, we're embodied. Yeah. It's like this heightened state of life. It's just wonderful. Yeah. So it feels good. And that's in my experience with it. It certainly feels good. And like a natural high, right? It feels like Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so And for resourced. Us, like you have all of your resources. Yeah. You're clearer, mm -hmm. you make better decisions, you f you aren't triggered by the past or projected yeah. into the future. And so you're just you, like they say, it's the difference between a billion dollar idea and a million dollar idea. <laughs> like you have everything available. Yeah, absolutely. So we will train ourselves and others to go into this flow state. Mm -hmm. So a way in which we can do that is we know first our nervous system needs to learn something. So if I give you something new, so okay. you've never played guitar and you want to play guitar, yeah. first you have to learn some scales or some chords. That takes a lot of cognitive ability to tell yes. the body, tell the nervous system, okay, here's what we're doing. Da, 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 da. But when you see a great musician or a great actor, a great speaker, they're not thinking about, oh, how do I make a C No, chord? they're one with it. They're That's lost in the activity. Yeah. Yeah. It just flows. So we do need to use that initial learning place to teach the nervous system, okay, this is what you should be doing. Right. But once you've got that down, then what do we do to get into a flow state? A lot of times we'll train people, use your peripheral vision. So you relax your eyes and start taking in everything in the room. Then. Yeah, we use our breath. So we, we relax okay. the body and open the belly and begin breathing deeply so we can start to run energy, oxygen, through every cell so we become hypersensitive. We slow down our breath. All of these are certain ways we can start tuning in. We start adjusting our posture. So this is almost like a preparation to kind of enable you to get into that flow state. Is yes, yes. Okay. And then we learn how do we move from that place. Okay. So it goes from like a still meditation in that. Okay. okay. Now move is that. So is that how this works? First you kind of meditate and then you start doing the exercise? Yeah, yeah we call it dropping in. Dropping in. Okay. So you drop in, you find it, and then you slowly learn to embody that through the movement. Because again, when you add the stimuli, even if it's moving your body, you're going to go back into your habitual patterns because yeah. that's where energy flows for you for your whole life. Yeah. We're gonna teach you how to like, I always say like if you've had a six lane freeway of looking like this yeah. and like doing everything like this because it's super safe and my heart is closed. Well, this is a six lane freeway in my nervous system. I'm gonna do it whether I'm thinking about it or not. Yeah. This is a dirt road that I'm paving each and every day. But you get 
comfortable, you start to feel safe. That's mm. the big thing. You start to feel safe in these open postures. You start to realize when I'm resourced, I'm actually more safe in the world. Right. The thing that makes me so unsafe is feeling like I'm at threat all the time, right. which is just a story. Yeah. It's a story yeah. we think and then recreate and then think and then recreate and our posture attracts more. It's funny that you're saying that because that is another <laughs> thing uh, like broaden and build is exactly what you're tapping into right now, which is where we, when we come from a place of feeling safe, we're able to go out and explore more and therefore see more and therefore keep growing. It's that cycle that you're saying. But when we're scared, we're shut off, we're in survival mode. Totally. And if you think about nature, if an animal starts acting as if it's threatened, what do other animals do? They think it's dangerous. And then there's this like standoff. When that animal's relaxed, another animal comes by and goes, oh, this is a relaxed state. Right. There's no threat here. So you begin to attract a safe life. Yeah. And you know, your breathing's deeper. So even if something upsets you, you're resourced. Mm -hmm. And you start to realize what a beautiful human being you are and mm -hmm. how much potential is in your life yeah. to create what you want. Yeah. And does it make you better prepared too for when you like hit an obstacle or something that's a pain point for you yeah. to be able to better handle that? Yes. Absolutely. That's why when we train individuals, we'll try and find out what your pain point is. Okay. And that's a, certainly the safest starting point. Yeah. But to push into those edges and find out, okay, where am I comfortable? And we had this amazing conversation yesterday about this experience and dealing with trauma in the nervous system mm. and what it looks like. Can we go out and expand completely and be, you know, full? Or is like we get to a place, oh, that's my edge. I need to... And it, it's really about an exploration. Can, can I hang out on the edge or do I need to retreat completely and go back home, mm -hmm. regenerate, and then go out again? And that but there's no right answer. There's no right answer, yeah. but it's just experimenting with yourself. What is my edge? Okay, oh, all right. Oh, and then suddenly we, we feel yeah. it, we retract, or we fall off the edge, it's scary. So either pull back a little bit and we want to build an awareness of our bodies when where those edges are. Mm -hmm. And when we have that awareness, we can start pushing ourselves in amazing ways. Yeah. I like that you guys said that there's no right answer. Yeah. I think where a lot of us are just too caught up in what's the right answer or the wrong answer, and that's very debilitating. This is energetic agility, and we all can do this. Mm. It's literally just a matter of learning the awareness in your body, knowing what energy you're running, and knowing how to shift yeah. on a dime. Well, thank you so much. Yes, and we actually have, we brought you a little oh. gift because you are oh, you epic. Are, you were prepared. Because so. okay. you are metaphysically fit. Oh, so. <laughs> I love it. Yes, metaphysically fit. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. And thank you so much, guys. I'm so excited much. for my t-shirt. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. If you like the show, please subscribe to my channel, Sophia Silva, and follow me on Instagram or hit like on my Facebook page. And thank you for watching.